0: Hello beautiful listeners, welcome to the Word of Podcast. Today we will be looking at Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. We will be reading from the NLT and the Amplified Versions. Timmy, would you like to read the NLT for us?
1: Of course. um, NLT, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16 says, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it.
0: And I will be reading from the Amplified Version, which says, Therefore, let us, with privilege, approach the throne of grace, that is, the throne of God's gracious favor, with confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in time of need, an appropriate blessing. Coming just at the right moment. What a beautiful passage of scripture.
1: I agree. Mm, really
0: Tem- fantastic. Yeah. So um Timmy, reading this verse, what immediately jumps out to you? You
1: know this um this verse, I had to go look it up. I had to go to the preceding verses Absolutely. just to have um, more understanding because yeah. if, if yeah. we need to discuss, then we have to know what was said before Absolutely. Um, in order to have a holistic view. So yeah. I, I'll start yeah. from 14. Our verse today is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Yeah. But I'll yeah. start from Hebrews chapter 4, and verse 14. Which go for says, it. So then, since we have a great high priest who mm. has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, mm-hmm. let us hold firmly to what we believe. Mm. And um, we had seen Jesus all through the Bible in different lights. Yeah. Um, but this verse, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14, calls our attention to uh, um, the unique character of Jesus as the high priest. Mm. Um and um the, the great high priest, he is the mm. one who has passed through the heavens yeah and he ends it by saying the son of god yeah. so it's not just it's the high priest but other attributes surrounding yeah. it so the yeah. high priest yeah. who is the son of God. Yeah. And um verse fifteen Hebrews chapter four and verse fifteen says that this high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. Mm. So he's the high priest, the son of God. Yeah. So but it's not just the high priest that we know who is sacred he is sacred but he's not an high priest that doesn't understand our weakness as much as he's sacred and pure and clean he still understands that our weaknesses yeah and then because why does he understand because he is he's he's been tempted as well he's faced all of this as well so that is an high priest that can um Interpret uh-huh. what we 're going through because yeah. he has gone through it, yeah. and then um, many times we imagine that um God is abstract, so when mm. people talk about God talking about something not not um a being mm. and um um we naturally don't attribute feelings to abstract things. Mm. If we know we I mean a table you probably won't think of it as something who has feelings. Mm. So when we attribute God or when we see God as abstract, we're not able to attribute a feeling mm. to 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 him. Mm. Mm. and um, um, even times when we see him as a father we sometimes see him as a distant father who lives high above so sometimes people go a step further ok it's not abstract but it's the father who lives far high above mm. that is I'm not really really able to connect with or, mm. Mm. or have mm. a, an interaction with mm. so we've seen God as um maybe a, a deity that is just far away numb not affectionate and mm. all of that mm. but we see Jesus mentioned in verse fourteen as the high priest mm. who, who has sympathy. So it's it's safe to call him um somebody who sympathizes and empathizes with our feelings. Mm. And it's not just sitting high up there yeah. um not not feeling what we're feeling. Yeah. And if we remember he came in a very low state. Yeah. And we said that last week, he came very much yeah, as a did. human yeah. being. Yeah. 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 He had blood running in his veins. He, he was did. hungry. He was tired. He wept. Yeah. He lost a friend, yeah. and the list is endless. So it tells us how much of a human being mm. um, he was when he was here on earth. Mm. So when he says he, and most importantly, he was tempted. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, and um, he battled against sin as well, although he was never stained by mm. the sin. Yeah. Um. So when when he says he was touched by the feeling. that word is true by every inch because he was born human he walked the surface of this earth like we are walking he he was tempted like Mm. we are, he had needs as well yeah and um um he, he went he died and um he resurrected the clean man. Yeah. So um having this in mind, um I think we can then go into the verse of today yeah. um which talks about coming boldly into the presence of God. So knowing all of this that oh there's the high priest Mm. the high priest who is not far away mm. who is very much close to us yeah and um, who was tempted like we were mm. so um, it's now safe to talk about how we should approach this high priest mm.
0: yeah, mm. Mm. yeah it is, it's a good foundation you've laid there and um, you know we can just talk on the high priest for mm. <laughs> weeks and weeks Indeed. and um, <laughs> we will not be able to exhaust that topic yeah. Um, but let's move on to our verse of the day, which says, let us come boldly, you know, and um, just just to carry on from where you stopped, I believe this passage was addressing um, Christians particularly. That's right. Uh, but also, looking at it closely, it can also fit in and apply to all. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, let us with privilege come to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, this immediately brings a question to my heart. Let us, let us, everyone, Christians, mm-hmm. believers, let us come to God. Mm-hmm. Unbelievers, let us come to God. Mm-hmm. Come, there is a God that wants you to come to him. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he is a father. Mm-hmm. Let us come to this loving God. Mm-hmm. Let us come to this God who cares about us. Mm-hmm. This God who who is so interested in our affairs. Mm-hmm. So we are not coming to someone who lacks interest in us. Mm-hmm. We are coming to someone who loves us dearly. Mm. And that first line in that passage brings question to my heart. It says, let us with privilege come to God. Mm. And the question that pops in my heart then says, who do you run to in time of trouble mm. or when you're seemingly weak? Mm. It's okay to have friends. It's okay to have people who are there for you when you, when you, when you need them. But yeah. they won't always be there. Sometimes they may have a genuine reason to be absent. You know, but that's when we need the friend who is who sticks closer than the brother Mm. in the person of Jesus, Mm. who is the high priest Mm. that you just talked about. Mm. So Jesus the high priest, he's there when no one else is. Jesus is there when family has left you. Jesus is there in your darkest moment. Jesus is there in the downtime. So he is giving an open invitation to us Christians and to non-Christians. So if you're listening to us and you're saying you're not part of the number and this does not apply to you, no, Jesus is speaking to you as well and he's calling you to come. He's saying the invitation is open to you. Come, 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 come boldly, come boldly
1: like yeah. you know just just as you were saying come boldly um okay so someone might be asking why should I come boldly um i i am I'm, I'm in such a messy state yeah. I don't even know what to do mm. how do I go about it mm. Come because you have a compassionate father. Mm. If you're asking yourself why, come because this is a compassionate father. Yeah. I, mean, I just talked about him being a high priest that is very near. Yeah. Not our idea of high priest that mm. are just far away. Mm. We really visit them every now and then. Mm. This is a high priest that is there. So come boldly mm. because he's compassionate, because he, he is empathic, because mm. he's sympathetic with our weaknesses. Mm. And... Um, it's worth reiterating, I must say, that the right place to be, even when all is down and you yeah. don't know what to do again, is yeah. at the throne of grace. Oh, so I know geez. someone that used to say all the time that once you've done something that is not right with God, be there to report yourself before the devil gets there. You know, mm. I'm just paraphrasing it now. Yeah. That when you see, look around and you see yourself falling short, the best place to be is at the throne of grace. Because that's, right. that's the only place where you can find mercy. No other place, nowhere else can bring grace apart mm. from the throne of grace, the mm. presence of God himself.
0: Mm. Mm. That's, that's very correct. And um, so we've been talking about grace, 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 grace. Um, I just feel we should expandiate a bit what grace is, because oh. we're we're saying come boldly to the throne of grace. Oh. So what is the throne of grace? Oh. You know, grace is is a, is a, is commonly described as the unmerited favor of God, oh. and um, just just simply put, and the natural response when someone errs is that they are deserving of punishment. Yeah. You know that's what we we do in this world. When someone makes a mistake, there is a repercussion for wow. what they've done. Consequences. But consequence. Like yeah. 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 And but God is saying that you know that that the amplified version puts it in a very beautiful way. He says. He says, "Let us so that we may receive mercy for our failures. Oh. <laughs> mercy for our failures, not punishment oh. for our failures, but mercy for our failures." Oh. And that's what God is offering. Oh. You know, in the throne of grace, which is an unmerited favor, we get the mercy we don't deserve. That's right. So instead of punishment that is due our actions, God is saying, come and get mercy. So mercy is saying the judgment that is due you was averted (laughs) and you're not being punished for what you have done. Mm. And that's, that's how beautiful God is. He's, he's calling us. Mm. He's saying, no matter the sin that, that you're into at the moment, Mm. you know, God is calling you to come and it is in his grace that he washes us. Mm. Uh, I just read two, two scriptures. Psalm 103 verse 12 says Mm. he has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. And Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12 says, I will forgive their wickedness oh. and remember their sins no more. Hallelujah. So if you bog down with the things you've done in the past, oh. God is asking you to come. That's right. Come because he's not calling you to punish you. Oh. He's calling you to forgive you. He's calling you to show you mercy. He's calling you to shower you with his grace. He's
1: told you to come boldly. And someone might be asking, what does that mean? It Mm. means you should come. Boldly does not mean you're coming you arrogantly. Know, arrogantly. Thank mm. you. That's the word I was looking for. But mm. boldly means coming constantly, consistently, confident. Without yeah. confidently, without restrictions, without reservations, yeah. without fancy words. You mm. know, sometimes if you feel I don't even know what to say. Mm. You don't need the fancy words. Just mm. come, mm. come to the presence of God. He himself will mm. give you the words. To use or the words to say mm. come with persistence. Mm. Many times we come today and then we come in a year's time and then come, come repeatedly, come mm. with persistence, come to the presence of God and mm. the throne of grace. When we come, we're able to obtain mercy, like yeah. we said. Yeah. And this message is through the love of God. Mm. And we're also able to find grace and that is getting what we don't deserve yeah. in times of need.
0: Yeah, yeah. As we begin to bring this to a close. You know, just like you've said, we receive mercy for the past errors that we've done. So mercy fixes our past and grace enables us for the future. You know, mercy, God forgives us and showers us with his mercy for what we have committed in times past. And grace, which is the ability of God, personified in Christ, enables us to live the Christ-like life henceforth, going forward. So
1: So the past is sorted sorted by the mercy, and the future is sorted
0: by His grace. So whatever stage you are in life, God is saying, come. Come. Your past is sorted by His mercy, and your future is secured in His grace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As we bring this to a close, we just want to pray. Father, we thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you because you have not dealt with us according to what we deserve, but you have dealt with us according to your love. Thank you for your mercy that you've showered us. Thank you for forgiving our past sins and thank you for enabling us to live like Christ. We give you praise and glory. We pray for everyone struggling, everyone stuck. We ask that your mercy will find them and your grace will enable them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've had a blessed time. We will see you next week. God bless you and bye-bye.